What if the key to growing your loved one's independence lies in the simple decisions you make daily? Your decisions to make decisions for your loved one is holding back your loved one's independence. Now, I know I'm getting a little meta here talking about the decisions to make decisions for your loved one here, but I want you to stick with me. So I want to share a story with you um, of Florence, uh, a mother with a teenager um, with a developmental disability. So at home, Florence usually decides everything for her son. And this has left her son as being passive, disinterested, and maybe this feeling of having some learned helplessness. So after doing some work with me, Florence started to give her son choices for simple daily tasks. And what's happened? Her son has become more engaged, more empowered, and more motivated to contribute and to make his own decisions. Now her son is making bigger and bigger decisions as he gets more experience making decisions. Now, Florence has even got to the point where she's been able to take a multi-day vacation on her own, leaving her son independent at home for the first time. Pretty, pretty amazing. But this is the power of helping our loved one to learn decision-making. Here's the thing, for people with developmental disabilities, and maybe this is the case for you and your loved one, we're making decisions for our loved one, and we need to make that shift to making decisions with our loved one, or our loved one making decisions for themselves. And this is a learning curve that my family has had to go through, and that I've had to go through as well with my sister. And there's this link between decision-making and motivation, right? So if someone's making decisions for you or telling you what to do, you know, we're not maybe that motivated to go with the decision that they made. But if we make a decision for ourselves, we're so steadfast and determined to see that decision through, right? So I want you to make this shift strategically over time, okay? You're not gonna just gonna make a snap decision and say, okay, you know, go to your loved one and say, you're going to make all your decisions from now on, right? You want to manage some risk because there is some risk with making decisions. So you want to pick maybe the smaller risk decisions to start with and then allow your loved one to learn decision-making over time, maybe with increasing the size and the scope of those decisions. This is really how we learn through making choices. Even if those, they might seem like maybe bad choices, right? I know that I've made some bad decisions in my life. I'm sure you've made some bad decisions in your life. We need to enable our loved one to make what we might think as bad decisions and support our loved one to learn through those decisions. So today's small step for you, I want you to think of one decision that you're making for your loved one, and I want you to partner with them to make that decision. And I want you to do that maybe by giving them one or two options and then allowing I guess we got to give them more than one option because then we're not making the decision. So we got to give them maybe two or three options and then allow our loved one to make that decision. I want you to um, go ahead and do that. And if you're digging this, if you're finding this helpful for you, this is step two in the growing independence in seven simple steps guide. Okay, so this is step two of seven. So I want you to get all seven of these steps. And the way to do that is to scroll down and click on the link to download this guide and it'll be emailed to you. And there's seven super powerful steps in there. So go ahead and get this guide. And just remember, every choice you allow your loved one to make is a step closer 
to their independence. Go ahead, scroll down, get that guide. And I'm Eric Gall. Together, let's take a small step forward this week.